Welcome to a co-founder's Christmas Carol. We didn't have a lot of time to make it, so we had to make it short. And we hope you enjoy it. We hope you have fun with it. We had fun with it. We'll see you in January. But for now, this is a co-founder's Christmas Carol. Cass Williams is sitting alone in his apartment, eating an oven-baked frozen pizza. He spent the last 10 years in Legion, and is still adjusting to life on the outside. His only company is his cat, for now. Hey, Mr. Colfax, want some of this pizza, you greedy old cat? There, there, not so much. Can you believe it's Christmas already? This eggnog's pretty strong. You know what? I think I'm gonna finish the bottle. Cass chugs the eggnog and is quickly overcome by the alcohol. He passes out on the kitchen table. Colfax, the mischievous cat, hops on the table and finishes the pizza. Soon, a kingly man dressed in colorful robes and a green hat erupts through the kitchen door. Mr. Colfax lets out a scream and scurries to another room, waking Cass as he jumps off the table. Who are you? I'm Melchior. You say that like I should know you? Yeah, yeah, I'm the star guy. And? I follow the bright ones. Or I used to. I recently discovered pickup artists on YouTube. Oh, you're one of the three wise men. What did you bring, the, the baby Jesus? Gold bullion. Hindsight's twenty twenty. Coins would have been better. Hmm. Yeah, hindsight's twenty twenty for me, too. If I had known I'd be sitting here in this apartment by myself on Christmas Day eating leftover pizza, maybe I wouldn't have left the Legion. This definitely isn't my highest moment. You want to get high? I mean, I, I guess. I've, I've never been high. You've never been on a plane? Or a mountain? Oh, I've been on plenty of mountains. In, in khakis. Oof, nerd. Well, we've got to get going. Come stand here on this carpet. Cass steps on the magic carpet. It comes to life, and with a flash, they are off into the cold winter night. This thing's moving faster than a legionary shower. We can start there. The carpet brings them north in direction and a decade into the past. Cass can easily make out the landscape. There is no mistaking the scenery of the granite state. Even under a foot of snow, he can tell it's New Hampshire. They fly over Lake Winnipesaukee, past Center Harbor, and into the pre-candidate bathroom. Oh, that stench. I'm regretting this already. Oh yeah, man, that's all of us showering in bathing suits. Kind of a cool morning ritual, huh? Why is that adult just standing there fully dressed? Yeah, good question. Uh, look over there. That's me casually putting a gallon of gel in my hair. You look so eager. But is there something hiding under the surface? No, no, there's definitely nothing going on in that head. Can we, uh, skip ahead a bit? Yeah, I'm hungry. Same. Melchior tips his hat, and the two are brought to the dining room. Cass sees his younger self talking to a brother precandidate he greatly respected. The brother left the Legion during the first year of Novitiate, and Cass never heard from him since. Even if this was only a vision, he was happy to see him again. He remembered this moment, and how quickly he would stick his foot in his mouth after receiving Christ our King. Hey brother, why aren't you joyfully eating this bland oatmeal? This is my first Christmas away from my family. I guess I'm just feeling a little homesick. Really? Well, don't you? No, I thought the Legion was our family. Oh, yeah, that, that's a good point. Yikes. Red flag. I'm ready to move on. Melchior tips his hat a bit carelessly. 
Instead of bringing them four hours forward on Christmas past, he brought them four months ahead instead. The buildings were gone, and now they were in the woods, silently standing on a log bridge that was definitely not approved by municipal inspectors. Shouts came from over the hills as two hordes of students and visitors engaged in a brutal battle for control of the hill. Why are you throwing your dirty laundry around in the woods? Yeah, we did that sometimes. We called it Sockball Wars. That sounds awfully aggressive for a seminary. Yeah, feast days were high energy. I miss my family a lot. Sounds like you enjoyed your time there, but also had some pretty normal feelings for a teenager. I guess so. Let's skip to right before dinner. Why? Just trust me. They get back on the carpet. Melchior tips his hat, thoughtfully this time, and they return to the darkness of a winter evening. All the students and staff are outside, holding candles and singing as they process around the front circle. Check it out, we're about to have a posada. I haven't seen a parade this rowdy since Pride, 1978. This is the Christmas procession and you're about to show up. Is that so? I don't remember Mary and Joe saying they couldn't find a room. Uh, okay, well, each posada had a theme. Looks like that's night theme was Brazilian food. Let's keep moving, they're all going inside. Uh, moving on to the Christmas room. Ah, Silent Night, my favorite. The harmonies really made it special. The singing is beautiful and all, but it's making me think that putting the Legion before your own family would have been hard on you. I don't know. I think it toughened me up a bit, you know? Is needing your family weakness? Hmm, let me think about that. <laughs> hey, Melchior, Melchior, where'd you go? A statue from one of the kings from the Christmas room comes to life with a burst of laughter. <laughs> he approaches Cass as fragrant plumes of smoke billow up from his smoldering long hair. Um, who are you? I'm Casper, the friendly king. <laughs> wow, what are you what are you holding there? It's frankincense. I give it to anyone who stinks. Interesting. Would you like to smell it? I guess. Casper excitedly ignites too much incense. Smoke envelops the two as they are brought forward in time, two weeks before the present day. They're in a Walmart down the street from Cass's place. Oh, where am I? This is recent, maybe a week or two ago. Right, okay, I know where we are now. Uh, this is a little embarrassing. Look, it's past you. Hey, hey man. Yeah. Well, that's not the best customer service. It's $12 an hour customer service. What do you want? Well, okay then. I'm looking for Michael Jackson music. Um, do you know when he'll be touring the city? You're kidding, right? What? Michael Jackson's been dead since 2009. What? This is awkward. Dude, have you been living under a rock? We didn't get a lot of worldly news back then. All right, well, I guess I'm going to go. Okay, that guy was rude. Did you feel out of place? That's putting it mildly. Can we burn some more frankincense? I want to move on. Let it rip! Now they're in an office.
pass of the near past is sitting in a poorly fitted suit he found on a clearance rack, opposite a project manager of a small IT firm. I saw your resume, and I see that you don't have any IT experience. That is true, but I know some phrases in Greek. Isn't IT stuff kind of like knowing your alphas and your betas? No, no, I don't think this is going to work. No one will work harder than me. I p I'll pick up all that IT stuff, I promise. Uh, I just can't take a risk like that. I'm sorry, we need to move on to someone who's at least worked in the business world. How am I supposed to pay my rent delivering pizza? I can't live like this my whole life. Yeah, yeah, best of luck, and would you mind leaving the door open on your way out? Yikes. Yeah. Let me get this straight. You go from a strong community life, a sense of identity, and plans for the future to basically just getting dumped into the real world with no resources and no one who truly understands what you've been through? Pretty much. Incense, please. Uh, of course. The smoke rises and then billows away. It's Christmas Eve, and Cass of the near past is standing under a dimly lit entrance to his apartment. His girlfriend is standing below the porch, tears in her eyes. Cass had never had a girlfriend until Amanda, and he was about to have another first. I'm breaking up with you. I thought things were going well. Babe, you wake up screaming thy kingdom come in the middle of the night. Could be worse, right? It's worse. You eat your sandwiches, apples, and even pizza with a fork and knife. That's just good etiquette, right, man? That's another thing. You always call me man as if I'm one of your guy friends. It's like you've never even had a girlfriend or anything, and I'm tired of it. I want a boyfriend, okay, ma'am? I'm really sorry. And there you go, apologizing and never standing up for yourself. You're pathetic. Amanda turns and walks away. It's hard to watch, right? I just don't know how to be a worldly person. But do you need to be worldly? Or can you be yourself? Myself? I don't I don't even know who that is. I've never lived for myself. Maybe you should start there. Who are you? This is a lot. I, I feel overwhelmed. Shouldn't a 24-year-old know who he is? The door fills with light from a giant star. A man in a black robe walks down the sidewalk and up to the porch. Some call me Balthazar. Uh, what do others call you? Uh, come to think of it, everyone calls me Balthazar, but it sounded way cooler to say it that way. And I'm guessing you're the third wise man? Yes, I am. Come with me. I have something to show you. Balthazar takes him by the hand and leads him towards the star, which has now descended to the sidewalk. They walk into the light, and Cass opens his eyes on the other side. We're here. Who's that? That's you, on a Christmas, many years from now. Still, I'm still alone, eating leftovers with my cat? Yes. This is you if you don't take some risks, confront uncomfortable truths, and face your fears. So you're saying I can avoid this? There's still a chance. Find yourself, and love that person. I can do that. Balthazar hugs Cass. The end. From the co-founders, we wish you a Merry Christmas and a happy and healthy 2023.
Um, who are you? I'm Casper, the Friendly King. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, who are you? 